the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. All right. All right. I guess it's time. Welcome to our Monday edition of Lifeline with yours, Jesse Gastan. And we are formally in our daylight saving times. It certainly appears to be that way. And I'm looking out of my window and um, it's growing pretty dark already. And it's only 5 p.m. And yes, when I woke up this morning, also um, headed outside to pick up a few things and then realized how nippy it was this morning as well. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are officially in our uh, fall season. We did have a nice day today. It was really nice. Um, got out, took care of some bills and things of that nature and uh, and, and came on back in. I'm preparing to go visit my daughter uh, out in Texas, Austin, Texas. I got a bunch of family members that are serving you and serving me in the military. A couple of my daughters are um committed to the task of uh, military service for our country. And that's so interesting, isn't it, that we would have men and women who would be uh, devoted to uh, putting their lives on the line for you and me, and yet have to be confronted with such a stupid policy, such an ignorant policy as we are dealing with in terms of this COVID vaccine uh, mandate. Uh, and, And it's disrupting every system in our union, I mean, from government on down through the military. The military is just fit to be tied. Uh, tens of thousands of soldiers are are just not doing it and not doing it. They know their constitutional rights. Uh, they know their own health. Their doctors as well, particularly the ones in the military, have supported them. And yet somehow, and and I know what it is, and many of you do too, somehow the total disregard and and just bullish push for these vaccines to be taken by everybody, which is just a, again, an Orwellian uh, delusion, if you you will, that could never work and it won't work, even if it means, uh, uh, you know, destroying the economy and disrupting society and, and impacting the world uh, for this delusional goal that the globalists are engaging in. It just won't work. But uh, how, how paradoxical is that? You know, how contradictory is that? I will be celebrating my, my daughter who is in the Air Force. Brilliant young lady. She can she can be one of the uh, majors and, uh, you know, lieutenants or however they rank them in the Air Force. And uh, she's very intelligent. 
and very capable. Then I also have a daughter coming back now from the other side of the world, and she's a medic and uh, doing great. A lot of you guys know both of them and uh, would encourage your prayers for my my children. And then, of course, uh, son-in-laws and and uh, relatives and folks in our ministry, all engaged in the military, all willing to and wanting to serve you and me and flank us for protection and, and rights and freedoms, et cetera, et cetera, because of the unique blessing that we possess here in America. But because our country is being taken over at the top levels of government, business, et cetera, by such a, uh, again, a, a lost socialist system uh, governance that, uh, that we are facing the kind of struggles we are today. Um, it's really, really, really sad. But I will say this as as we open up. And again, you can chat with me. I'm ready to talk. That, that freedom hasn't been taken away. And uh, if it should, if it should be m- uh, monopolized, as Google and Facebook and Twitter are doing on so many levels, and you know it, if it should, uh, w- mark your days. When once a government can completely shut down the media, so that you did not know during the days of Gorbachev and during the days of uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, during the days of Stalin, if you will, okay, and uh, Roosevelt and and uh, and and the and the boys over there, in the Brits, uh, during those days when Stalin was around and uh, the gulags were taking place. Uh, by the by, the tune of millions and millions and millions of slaves all across the Soviet Union, and because the media was absolutely silent on it, nobody in the world was talking about the poor enslaved uh, people of the Soviet Union or, or Russia at that time uh, under under Stalin, uh, and and it's because they were censored fundamentally by the media of the world. Your media is not absolutely down for you. Please know that. Hurry up and know that they get paid well to uh, repeat brainlessly the stated news initiative. And today, because the forces of economic power have uh, forged an alliance to uh, to establish a, a, a vaccine-immunized world. That means they want to force everyone into the prism of its uh, global agenda. Uh, we are facing the kind of issues we are today. But thankfully, 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 I will tell you this. There's a battle going on on the ground. Uh, and a battle going on in Congress and a battle going on across the states. And even here in California, uh, a lot of people are out in the streets and addressing and protesting and demanding that we put it into this notion of uh, jabbing our children, jabbing our babies, jabbing, jabbing our children, which would be a devastation beyond your imagination if you had to um, if you had to, if you had to draw your resources from the news around the world, you would you would discover that this is not this is not any kind of policy that you would want to engage in. Leave the babies alone. Leave the teenagers alone. Uh, leave the young people alone. Will you just leave them alone? And uh, and and things will work themselves out. Uh, what's taking place is irrational. What's taking place is unscientific. What's taking place is illogical. And uh, and deep down in your soul, you know it, as do I. So I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you, don't lose your mind and don't depart from that intuitive instinct that you have to discern what's right and wrong. That is the fundamental indicator that God gives us all. 
Once we start questioning ourselves at that level, that means that something from the outside has gotten into our brain and twisted our capacity for a moral compass and an ethical break. So, yeah, I've been telling you that Senator Rand Paul has really been my dude for the last couple, two or three months, because he has been uh, like a pit bull on Fauci. And, uh, you know, everything's in, all the evidence is in. It's just a matter of whether or not the Congress has the ability or the intestinal fortitude to pull the lever and uh, oust this guy and, and probably incriminate him, given the history we know going all the way back to the 60s. But my latest hero right now, my number one hero today uh, on this earth is Senator Ron Johnson. uh, Just put out a masterful and stellar presentation with doctors and scientists, as well as very articulate vaccine injured Americans. Uh, You would definitely want to see this three hour presentation. It's undeniable by all measures um, that our cry foul with uh, with these vaccine um, industries is um, absolutely right and appropriate. It broke my heart when I had to hear it again from all of these people who were harmed. And I thought, my goodness, what's going on? But you and I know what's going on, do we not? We know that we are a country under siege policy wise, philosophically. Um, Mr. Again, Zuri uh, Bismanov called it an ideological subversion. And at some point, we're going to wake up to this Orwellian, Orwellian nightmare and uh, hopefully put it into it before um, before too long, really before too long so that we can start correcting things. You're already looking at the markets. They are already rising at levels that we haven't seen for 20, 30 years. And I know some of you think it's going to go back down, but it won't go back down, according to all economic indicators, for a long time, because we're at odds right now. I don't know if you know it. I mean, the Joe Biden administration is at odds with China. We're talking nuclear war. I don't know if you know that, but uh, this this is insanity. And, and again, your major media outlets are not focusing in on it. If it were Donald Trump, they would be condemning him to death for uh, for being a warmonger, for being someone who is quick to want to, you know, uh, aim our nukes at another country. And yet Donald Trump was the only president in decades that didn't start a war and kill a bunch of people. Uh, I know you don't you want to you don't want to admit it, but it really is true. I mean, during this whole time, you didn't hear anything about going to war with China, going to war with Russia. He, now, he told them what they could do with their ill-advised policies. But largely, they knew that this would not be the man that you want to mess with. But on the other hand, we got a Biden in the office and he is not well. You know he has dementia. You know he has Alzheimer's. You know he doesn't think well. You know he is wrapped up in a kind of time capsule that has locked him into um, uh, a, 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 a policy of just taking advantage of the people because he's been doing that for 40 years as well. So he's not listening to anybody and we, we really can't listen to him. So I don't know what the answer is going to be to all that. What I do know is that... Um, with the freedoms that we have, we are free Americans constitutionally, Bill of Rights, um, and and therefore we need to make sure that we are involved so that we don't cause this ship to go so far astray. Now, the only way that it can be corrected is by bombs dropping on us, our lives being lost. 
I opened up talking about my daughters being in the military and, and son-in-laws and, and members of our church and our leadership because I wanted you to hold on to a very hopeful paradigm that the notion of uh, our government turning against us and its weapons against us in a way that would, uh, you know, would be like that, again, of China and of the Soviet Union uh, and of Russia, uh, that's not going to happen because our people are our people. They're our family. They're our loved ones. In fact, they are they are doing the right thing, if you will, right now. Uh, even as they stand for us, they are protesting against the unlawful measures and unconstitutional measures of mandating anything that is not in the interest of the American people and that we don't freely and with total informed consent uh, comply with. And uh, and that ought to give you some hope. I'm going to open the phone lines now. one 888 Three six seven five three two nine. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back to time five twenty one on this Monday edition of Lifeline. Two lines open. Two lines open. If you want to now kindle a conversation with yours truly, one triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. If you've been listening to me over the last several months, and you have been peculiarly blessed by the fact that I have engaged at length and with substantial information sources, this whole topic of uh, COVID, the vaccines, the the uh, passports, et cetera, et cetera. Um, give me a call if you have a question or you want to make an observation. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Again, um, if you think about what's going on, as one of the uh, injured persons uh, on Ron uh, Senator Ron Johnson's team has plainly stated, no, it wasn't an injured person. It was a. It was one of the doctors, one of the scientists. They said, think about this. If the vaccines were safe and effective. You wouldn't have to force them on anyone. If the vaccines were safe and effective, all you would have to do is demonstrate it, not censor, not suppress, not uh, punish, not harm people for uh, for saying my constitutional right allows me to not at all uh, accept these vaccines, and 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 now we're talking about losing our livelihood and 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 maybe our children's livelihood, what what have you? And we haven't demonstrated at all that these vaccines do exactly what uh, you promised that they would. In fact, we have the data by tens of thousands of doctors, and I have resources uh, that I would love to share with you if you want them that are actually saying the opposite. These vaccines need to be stopped because they're not vaccines and they're not working like vaccines. And this is why they don't have the durability of an authentic vaccine. They're waning, they're wearing down. And you can be vaccinated for three or four or five months. And then after four or five months, guess what? You're unvaccinated again. So what's the point? There is no point other than a bunch of people are making trillions of dollars off of these vaccines. And you and I are called upon to be guinea pigs in a whole brand new gene therapy uh, research that has 
devastating consequences in the long run and the evidence is in. We need to stop. But see, if if, if they stop, if they capitulate without almost bloodshed, then we got to start reversing the whole process. And what do I mean by that? As the lawyers know and as the doctors know, now we got to go back and really, truly examine what Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, AstraZeneca and the rest have done uh, in the laboratories and in the protocol. We have to go back and examine it. And so far, the complaint by good doctors is, is that they're, they're not letting the data out in any accurate way by which um, we could affirm them. But there's enough data for us to actually know the harm and hurt, because you know what the product is of the harm and hurt? People that have stuck their arm out and have allowed themselves to be jabbed. And the injuries are astronomical and they are evident. Uh, It's just that people like Senator Ron Johnson wants this to be heard by the world. That was the way he opened up. I wish I could run 10 or 15 minutes of his opening presentation because he sounds just like those of us who have had serious concerns with our government as well as with the pharmaceutical industry from the beginning. And as well, the uh, professional scientists and doctors have affirmed almost everything that we've said uh, verbatim with the exception of their own additional professional insight and analysis of the material they have. But will the major media outlets let you hear that? No, they won't. Because as the gulags were set up in the days of Stalin, where tens of millions of people were working in camps and being slaughtered and killed, and no one knew it. Because it's the job of good journalists to let the world know what's going on around the corner from you when you can't see it or hear it with your own eyes. How in the world are you and I going to have an accurate worldview of events if journalism is taken over by the gargantuan, uh, if you will, leviathan of Google, Facebook, Twitter, etc., and and therefore just completely diminished, distorted, or, uh, as you already know, censored and and, uh, suppressed How are we going to have an accurate assessment of the world without that tool? And that's the other big battle we got to face in the near future. We have to have a legitimate uh, journalistic integrity that allows for the facts to be laid out on the table so that reasonable human beings can make an informed decision about everything that's going on where they are asking to contribute their livelihood, their finances, and now their body in in a in a uh, in a gene therapy regimen under an alleged uh, pandemic. We are not in a pandemic, by the way. Sorry, we're not in a pandemic. Uh, the vast majority of us who are walking around without masks, who are walking around healthy, who know how to use healthy vitamin protocol regiments, who know how to eat right, who know how to rest, who know how to see the world appropriately. We haven't we haven't bought that narrative. So we're free and we want everyone else to be free, too. You can go right down to the road, down the road to different cities in California as I'm talking to different people. And it's just nobody's paying attention to what's taking place here in the Bay Area. They're living their lives. And we already know the stats from Sweden and other countries that they have completely abandoned sticking napkins on people's noses and mouths and telling them to walk around all day long, every day with a mask on as if somehow they're being protected from something. What a delusion. It's a sad, sad delusion. And and we have proved this for a year and a half at Grace Bible Church, along with other communities of faith who understood the rare, rare possibility of uh, contracting 
uh, COVID by just walking by somebody. You can't. You can't do it by walking by somebody. You can't do it by being out in the open air. You've got to be in close quarters with someone that's shedding and they have to actually shed significantly. And you got to be there for quite a few hours to pick up on that. It's not so contagious as to walk, have us walking around with napkins and, and diapers on our face. Sad reality, but we've got to we've got to overcome that. All right, my lines are full. I'm going to start with um, with Marlis on line number four from Castro Valley. Is Marlis there? I am. How are Hi, you? Hi, Marlis. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. What's going on? Well, I wanted to ask a question. By the way, it was good to see you at Dolly's Memorial. Pardon? I say, by the way, it was good to see you at Dolly's Memorial. Thank you. Thank you. I know I haven't been to church on a regular basis in a long, long, long time. But uh, it's related to COVID. Um, I I just want to say this. I took the vaccine in uh, June. And I think as of July, I was fully vaccinated, July 3rd. And today I received a, a wedding invitation. My uh, family, other I and other family members, other family members and I received a wedding invitation. And it was sent uh, electronically. And they requested that if you wanted to attend in person, you needed to prove that you were fully vaccinated. So I uploaded my uh, vaccine proof, which is on the uh, California.gov website. And I just curious to know if you feel you know, as a pastor and and as my pastor too, do you feel that that am am I in sin by complying with this kind of thing, or should you know if you don't want to go, if you don't want to submit your vaccine proof, you can just attend the wedding via Zoom. The wedding's taking place uh, next year. But I just was kind of willing to hear, wanting to hear your perspective, and I, I know that we may not just uh, may not agree, but that's okay. I, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not upset. Well, I hope I won't be upset by your disagreeing, and I don't, I don't have anything against people who are not taking the vaccine. But my particular situation requires me to be a little bit more cautious than. Maybe some people think I should be. Um, I'm going to take a break because I got to. We got to pay some bills. You just hold on. When we come back from your break, we will talk about the implications of you know being vaccinated and therefore being permitted to go visit relatives or not, particularly next year, because as you know, you will be unvaccinated by next year. You probably are already unvaccinated, even though you have a vaccination card. We'll talk about that kind of illusory protocol that we should be more rationally um, 
available for. And you're a smart lady. You'll get it. And everybody else will get it when we come back on this Monday edition of Lifeline. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we're back the time 537 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We're talking with Marlis from Castro Valley. Marlis, are you there? Yes, and I would like to add that uh, they added in the invitation, I forgot to mention, they said, we require that attendees are up to date with all vaccine requirements. Please be aware that we need guests to follow up on additional vaccinations if these become recommended by the wedding date. So when is the wedding date? It's June of the, uh, 2022. So, all right. So now think about this for a moment. And this is for everyone out there. And I'm, you're a smart lady. I don't know if you know that the vaccines don't prevent you from getting COVID. Do you know that? Uh, yes, I think that is true. They, okay. All right. Uh, all right. That's enough because you're going to waste too much I time. Think, if I either, so. Marlis, Marlis. So I need to just be able to respond, you know, fairly quickly, because like if you don't know, you don't know. And and I get that. I get it. If you have not been willing to face the data and the information, alternative information to what you get. In fact, the CDC and the FDA, uh, this is I use their own stats most of the time when I'm doing the teaching on COVID Wednesday nights. We won't be on this Wednesday. I'll be in Texas. But I generally use their stats because. Um, you know, the 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 professionals, the virologists, the epidemiologists, the scientists push them to actually, you know, uh, at least d- divulge some information. And they have already learned that the Pfizer and Moderna, they wane in their capacity to protect you. And, and, and they never have achieved. And, and this is factual. This is not. This is not an opinion. I'm just putting it out there so we won't have to debate because it would only mean you have not done the research. Um, It's a factual that the the gene therapy that my dear brothers and sisters have taken does not prevent you from getting COVID. That's a fact because people are getting it. They're getting sick and they're dying. When they're getting the vaccine, they're getting sick and dying by the thousands. This is factual. Um, So just because you have the vaccine doesn't mean you can't get COVID. It doesn't mean you won't get severely sick. It doesn't mean you won't die. That's factual. The other thing is, is now that you've gotten a second shot, that one too wanes fairly quickly. And now they're saying you got to get a booster. So what that would mean, and Marlis is a perfect example of a lot of my dear brothers and sisters on the hamster wheel of uh, the jab. Between now and um, June of 2020, 2022, Marlis, you will have have to have two to three boosters to even uh, qualify to be at that event based upon the rigor and technicality of the way they are holding standards for who will be able to occupy that wedding event. That's just a fact. You you will if you don't comply with getting more and more shots you won't be able to attend. And yet the shots don't keep you from getting COVID. They don't keep you from spreading COVID. They don't keep you from being sick with COVID and they don't keep you from dying from COVID. So for many of us, we're like, that makes absolutely no sense. So how are you going to prepare to be able to 
meet their criterion between now and and June? Are you going to just keep taking the boosters? I probably will, and I would probably be taking the boosters even if I weren't going to a wedding. Uh, I've made some decisions. Uh-huh. Now, I will say, I will say this. I, I do hope that my taking these vaccine does not mean that I am moving into taking the mark of the beast. I, I don't want that to be the case. Um, I uh, I don't want to take the mark of the beast. I, I don't want to. And if, it's, if, if by taking the vaccine I've already taken the mark of the beast, then I definitely am going to have to do some more... Uh, more thinking um, up to this up, up to this point um, up to this point if you had not been critical about all sides of the arguments around the vaccine and, and you decided to take the vaccine if you do the same thing you did in receiving the vaccine the first time and you haven't seen where you made your mistake you're going to keep doing it you're going to keep doing it because your basis for going forward was probably like a lot of people, just impulse. Or maybe your doctor said, because you've got all these comorbidities, you need to take it, which they were wrong. And, and many of them recognize it now because they were sold a bill of goods, too, because most of our PCs um, today, unfortunately, are just they're just drug pushers. They don't get to actually evaluate and know for certainty the drugs that get sold in their particular hospital, HMO or uh, emergency center. And I wish I wish there would be one of the brave nurses and doctors that I do talk to privately that would call and say exactly that, that the pharmaceutical industry comes to their hospitals, their ERs, just like uh, just like drug pushers. And they they sell them on this and they sell them on that. And and the doctors. Doctors make money off of it. And that's what's going on with COVID. It's been that way since the beginning. Uh, there's lots of money being made on this uh, behind the scenes. And so, uh, you know, uh, the average PC uh, primary care doctor is going to be oblivious to the implications of what he is promoting because he's he's being pushed to do it. And so I don't blame the average citizen. I don't blame you. I don't you wouldn't know you, if you ask your doctor, should I take it? He'll say, oh, yeah. And, you know, for him, there's a there's a there's a cut right there. And, and, and with the tens of thousands of his patients as well. Well, it's a sad reality that we live in a country and a culture like this, but it's true. Maybe one of our callers will have enough experience to be able to call in and share that with you. Now, having stated that, I I would say that at some point in the near future, the correlation between these vaccines and what we are learning and have learned in terms of the mark of the beast, I, I actually know either it wore off or you haven't really paid attention to any of the studies I've done on that. Um, The mark of the beast is something that had a first century significance and only has a 21st century application to the extent that men and women bow down to the government in disobedience to God in, 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 in giving allegiance to governments versus giving allegiance to God. If you're giving your allegiance to government, then yeah, you have received the mark of the beast. Because it requires a, a compliance that's at the level of of, of allegiance to, to 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 that institution or authority as your divine oracle. 
Um, I don't believe that you've done that yet, but I, I think that you are woefully uninformed, as are a lot of people. But if you should just continue blindly doing what they say, um, there will be some real concerns down the line because a Christian is to be discerning about everything they do. This is one of the things I've been saying from the beginning, Marlis, to everyone. And, I, you know, a lot of people are listening to me and listening to a lot of the doctors that are warning about what's going on. But there's a whole lot of people that are not. They're following the same track that you are. And uh, and, and like you said, we, we love each other. The problem is we, we see things radically different. And on my side of the equation, we're ready to put the evidence out there and show people that tens of thousands of doctors around the world can furnish you with evidence of not only the ineffectiveness of these gene therapies, but the harm that they're doing. And that they should be well, stopped can I, summarily. Can I? Can I, I? I do want to say this. I have. I've been listening to you. I've. I've watched some of the, um, the sessions. You know, all things COVID, and. Um, but again, there are some other circumstances that I don't really. Uh, can't go into detail. Absolutely. You know, over the, uh, in this in this space of time. But I, I, I've given it a lot of, you know, I have given it a lot of thought, um, and I just, I, 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 and I, I made my decision for for now. I know I will have to make some further decisions about how many boosters I will be taking, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I was just, I was just kind of curious to know. I, I, I don't. I don't do this just blindly, and I'll be honest, I didn't feel completely comfortable, but at the same time, I said, well, you know, these people are, uh, are, you know, some relatively new, they're some fr- uh, friends of one of my family members, and we're all going to go to the wedding, and since they are not part of the government, they are private people, I thought, okay, well, it, it won't hurt me to comply, at least show my my current card. But of course, like you said, between now and June... Uh, it, will have, it will have changed, Marla. It will have changed. It will have changed. And so, it, it will have but changed. anyway, I... I want but, to say but, 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 you know what? I First of all, I want to commend you because I got to take a hard break. I appreciate this conversation and you can call back in the future, too, because you are on a pivot. You are your your conscience is still open, as are a lot of people. I, I, I personally, you know, would have. Uh, and I and I didn't ask you. You 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 divulged it yourself because no one needs no one has the right to ask you. Did you take the vaccine or not take the vaccine? But you you did. And had you asked me as your pastor, because many people have, I would have given you a ton of reasons to find an alternative route to protect yourself. Uh, but that didn't happen. And so now we got to follow this course. You're not by yourself. Lots of people, my relatives have done it. Loved ones have done it. So you guys are all all on that same track. I actually have I to take a heart. Yes, bless you, girl. I'll talk to you later. Okay, we'll be right okay back. bless you too, sir. Bye bye. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. We've got about seven minutes in this segment. Let me see. I will take line number uh, one and talk with Idris in Hayward. Line number one, and we'll talk with Idris in Hayward. Idris, are you there? Hey, how's it going, Pastor? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you doing? 
I'm doing well, sir. I tried to get in last week, but I, was, I ended up I was watching Monday Night Football and on phone and trying to yeah I got caught up. But um, <laughs> um, I want to talk about yeah yeah. I mean, it's one of the few things you can watch. Well, actually, you can't even watch football without them trying to <laughs> indoctrinate you with something. And, yeah, but um, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I was watching this show called Dope Sick on Hulu, and it's basically talking about the whole opioid um, epidemic that started off in the late 90s, early 2000s. And while I was watching it, I just felt like the spirit of was It was literally identical to literally what's going on right now with Pfizer. How sure. they came out with a drug, they saw the signs, people warned them, and rather than trying to take it off the shelves, they said, no, you know what? Well, let's just keep upping it up, ignore the side effects, and then now you have this whole thing literally 20-plus years later that is, literally, literally under-talked about in today's society. And when you were just talking about how they come to the doctors, they push it, and all, I was just standing here like, this stuff has already happened. It always happens. And it's like, and, and, and God bless the, um, the lady that called before, but these are people that really feel that they're being helped. They're trusting the government. They're trusting the doctors. And for the, the root of money is all, the root of, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And I was just like, I just, I wanted to call and say like, like this stuff has happened before, but between with the media now and, you know, clearly the, I mean, I just wanted you to speak on that. And it looks like they got, they got the pressure on Aaron Rodgers now who wasn't vaccinated. And I'm just looking at all these people who will have a lot of influence in the United States to see what they're going to do when they start seeing how ridiculous these policies and procedures are. Right. Um, you are right. Percodin is one of the drugs that um, Pfizer um, and Big Pharma engaged in. But there are dozens and dozens. What I had stated last week on my Monday program was that I had 20 pages of documentation of Pfizer going all the way back to the 60s of criminal behavior, uh, uh, again, gaming the numbers, producing pharmaceuticals, selling them on the market as good, uh, cooking the books, giving false uh, safety data and people got sick and died, right. got addicted, particularly right. over this. Uh, 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 this is the last 10 or 15 years with it. Uh, and, 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 and there was trillions of dollars made and farm, uh, uh, Pfizer simply paid out the money to shut everybody up. Now, what's going on right now right. that people don't know what people don't know right now is. Farza, uh, uh, Pfizer is such a big company around the world, it actually can control co uh, countries, and it's doing that. It's telling countries, we will give you the vaccine, because you see, once these countries bought into the notion that vaccines are the way out of the pandemic, then now they are actually behoven to the dope dealer. The dope dealer gets to set the rules. He gets to establish the grounds of play. And one of the big policies that Pfizer uh, uh, forces and mandates on these smaller countries uh, is that they don't get to talk about any of the injuries that occur with the vaccines. They don't get to give any kind of negative uh, information out, and they definitely do not get have any right to talk about the contents in the vaccines. This is why you're not hearing it here in America. No content conversation. None of that's coming out because, again, big Pfizer has its hands in government. I mean, a good portion of the people in Washington are behoven to pharmaceutical uh, Money, the uh, the the those people who actually are 
at in the Washington hub, uh, uh, you know, forcing our, our, our congressmen and our senators to make policies to justify what they're doing are being paid massive amounts of money. We're talking about corruption at levels that we can't even imagine. So this is really at the heart of why the policies are being continually pushed from the top down and the people that know better won't say anything. So by the time you get to your PC, your physical, um, your primary care doctor, he doesn't know much at all. He's way down on the, what we would call pyramid scheme. He's way down at the bottom uh, selling this sincerely to you and me, while as it matriculates up the ladder of authority and power, there's all kinds of bad criminal behavior. And many, many lawyers know this. The people in Washington know this. Um, all uh, all of the um, litigators know this around the world. But when you have a media complicit with it as well, uh, even though people are going to court and suing, uh, if the media does not let the common people on the ground know, the common people on the ground do not know that this kind of behavior is taking place. And as you stated, Idris, what was happening in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s with massive infiltration of barbiturates and pills uh, uh, to actually uh, create the epidemic, not pandemic, but epidemic of drug use, addiction, and therefore all of the other uh, maladies that, that proceed from that. Yes, all that's coming from Big Pharma through our government, through our deep state corrupted, compromised politicians who are making tons of money as they formulate policies in their states that protect big pharma. The one sad tragedy about what we're dealing with here in terms of all of these people sticking their arms out for the jab is that they can never have any kind of medical recourse, remuneration, or any kind of um, recovery damages given to them. That is part of the policy. Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, et cetera, they all have the right to experiment with the American people. And we are in the second phase. We're not in the third phase of the trial. That won't end till 2025, 27. You can imagine what kind of damage is going to be occurring by then if we don't kill this whole agenda. Um, and they're making trillions of dollars. And this is all about a this is all about a money grab in order to reposition the globalists, the, those who are actually in power, the bankers, uh, the fabricators of this whole um, uh, a vaccine agenda around the world, the WHO, World Health Organization, and many other institutions of eminent wealth and connections in conjunction with government powers. This is all wide open. It can be known. If anybody wants to know it, they can know it. Uh, this is not any kind of hidden conspiracy. The, the facts are out there, but people are operating out of a level of naivete that is marginally uh, sinful. I, you know, my sister was saying, uh, you know, she was wondering whether she was sinning. If I would say where Christians are sinning and, and, and Americans, but let's say Christians using the biblical model of the hamartia, uh, missing the mark or transgression against God's law, it would be the transgression of proving all things and holding fast to that which is good. Where we simply just kind of feel like it's right to do this or do that, we're sinning. And right. we can say we can say it's our choice, 
But as a believer, we're servants of Christ. And that means we have to do our due diligence to hear the whole matter before we make a determination to try the spirits, whether they be of God or not. Human uh, secular spirits are sacred spirits. We have to try because we know that all men are liars. We know that the world lies in the lap of the wicked one. We know that governments also manipulate, deceive, coerce, control, dominate, tyrannize, tyrannize, and, and they kill in order to profit. We know that. And so we're obligated to care for our souls with another level of diligence. But we got caught off guard this time. We really got caught off guard this time. And I don't know if we're going to recover from this without major significant damage. And, and, and I pray that that would not be the case. But you make a very good point, brother. But that's because you're you're. Uh, your indicator is going in the right direction. And when our moral compass and our ethical indicator is going in the right direction, God will always allow you to find the information and data that will actually continue to corroborate what our instincts and what our understanding of what really is going on uh, is. You get more and more corroboration, even if it's something that's, like you said, incidental, as you having uh, watched the program uh, in some, you know, some uh, Netflix things, and then all of a sudden you went, wow, there's the paradigm again. There's nothing new under the sun. They did it then. They're doing it now. And particularly with the AIDS epidemic, House of uh, House of Numbers is a video online. Go ahead on and watch it. House of Numbers, um, Fauci and all of them were back then doing the same thing that they're doing now. And you, the parallels are uncanny, uncanny. Anyhow, thank you for the thank call, you, my brother. dear brother. Bless you. Have a great week. Always faster. Amen. I'm going to take a break. Uh, 602, 603. I think we've got one line open. one 367 When I come back, I will deal with Maybelline and I will deal with Mark and then I will deal with Jermaine on the other side of the break. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. One line open. one 367 one Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.